Starting by Chuvas Hamishka. So he, he spoke about earlier, the Rukh Sadiq spoke about, that there are specific things that a person should work on to create Gedarim for themselves. There's four types of Chuva. He said this Chuvas Haba, Chuva for the future, Chuvas Hagader, Chuva of creating fences, Chuvas Hamishka. So what does a Mishka mean? Balance. A scale. But what do you do with a scale? You try to balance things out. Chuvas Hamishka Ketzad. To the extent that a person gets hana, gets benefit, enjoyment from particular avera, interesting. That if a person received a certain level of hana, how do you define that exactly? I don't know. I haven't narrowed the idea. But the extent that a person got hana from a particular avera, that's how much a person should, in order to, I guess, balance it out, to be mamayat himself, to then remove or to minimize. The amount that he eats, achila ushtiya, ubi'inyan hamishkav, ubi'inyan kol hanoisimai. When it comes to sleeping, when it comes to any type of hana, try to think of a way to balance it out. Okay. Chuvas hakasuv ketzad. Now, what are we talking about? Chuvas hakasuv. So, kasuv means to write, but also means written. What's written? Lachar means in the Torah, right? It means. What? On this previous chuvah that you mentioned, yes. does the recommend reduce No. Bizman hazeh, this is not the derech. Now, let me explain, let, let me actually clarify. Ramosha Feinstein says that Bizman Hazet, we do not do any forms. This is, the, this is of Stipler also. We do not do any forms of, let's say, bodily harm, which means legitimate types of sifugim, you know, getting malchus. I remember at one time, I came to, I came to the Kaisal, it must have been 20 years ago. It was Ervion Kipper, and I saw a guy on the floor, and two other men were standing in front of them. He was, he was reading out, you know, like uh, a Pasuk from the, 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 the Dina Malkis, you know, right? The guy's on the floor and somebody's there with, with a, leather, a leather belt and he's, he's clapping this guy on the floor. Yeah, I saw, he was doing, what? No, this guy was getting it. This guy was getting it. Yeah, that's not the Mahalach. That's not the Mahalach of today. Today, people do not in any way, shape, or form, grow when you're cause, causing yourself to suffer, right? That's not. That's definitely not the Messiah that I received from my Rebbeim. In terms of, it has to be mitoich simcha and geshmak. Two fourteen. A geshmak and a simcha needs to come and needs to stem from a place where we're coming from a, ha- a place of happiness. A person doesn't shtag. I think it was. I forget one of the Chassidish Rebbes. He said, "The truth is, to be happy, it's not a mitzvah. To be sad, it's not an avera. But to be sad leads to the worst avera. To be happy leads to the best mitzvahs." Meaning it's a hechsher mitzvah. Meaning to say it's the step prior to that point. In order for a person to really shtag, now you have to understand what that means. It's very, very scary that a person get to a point where they feel they're hopeless. There is a, maybe a relative percentage or amount that a person can cause himself a certain amount of tsar. That means, for example, you're eating food, you're eating a, you eat a regular large amount of food, maybe to be makbid, to, 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 to not go all the way. That's not crazy. You're not going to starve from that. So I should speak more specifically. To cause yourself pain, that already is, uh, you know, the Here, we're, we're saying is that to, to minimize. We're skipping page 19, obviously. No, 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 listen. Maybe, we maybe. Chuvas hakasav ketzah. What are we talking about, chuvas hakasav? Imba al hanida, v'yesh bazekaris. If somebody has to was over in this or nida, which sounds like a crazy thing, and it is, to be over in that nida, it's a sarayas. Although if a person is not makbed on, on Dine Nida, you have, to, you have to understand, it's not a crazy thing. 
it, it might happen. If, if the woman was 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 toya, she didn't she didn't make sure that her body was clean enough before going to the mikvah. There are situations and uh, and scenarios where it's possible that a person could be over an isra but when we when we think of it, we, we conjure up this idea of like somebody like really being over an isra really going all out, going all out. No, it does stem oftentimes from not being makpid halacha, not making sure that we're keeping the, the correct thing. Oh, Hashem. Now, so we have like this. A person was will transgress one of the prohibitions which carries upon with it misas bezdin or malchus. For example, somebody broke Shabbos. Or somebody, for example, what's Malchus? Uh, I don't know, eating non-kosher food. A person should, should accept upon themselves to feel a pain. How does a person cause himself or bring upon themselves the pain of many different Averis? A person would be makbid on a tainus, even on the tiniest, smallest infractions. Now, by the way, it's interesting. You know, for a long time, the concept of fasting was like a totally painful thing. I many, many of my students, will, the constant question I get every single tiniest, every single fast, is like, why does Hashem want to cause me pain if He wants me to also think about Him? Meaning, it's a, it's a good question, right? Why is it, how does it help to have a tiniest? How does it help to have a tiniest? If I didn't have a headache, I'd be able to dive in. I'd be, <laughs> Okay, I hear, I hear, okay, I hear, I hear, I hear what you're saying. But you know, I tell them, I say, let me, I say, let me be honest with you for a second. You say, oh, but Rabbi, if I was eating, I'd be davening so much better. I said, what are you doing right now? Are you eating? Yeah. Are you davening better? No. There you go. Okay, so it's not a, it's not a proof unto itself that, oh, Rabbi, if I was eating, if I was this, and I was that, I'd be davening so much better. It's not true. How can you imagine a Yom Kippur if you ate? Yom Kippur, that wouldn't be Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, what builds the whole process, the whole culture of Yom Kippur is the fact that, yeah, we're being mamayat. That's point number one. Point number two, I don't take it so seriously because there's a very famous fad now today. It's called intermittent fasting. You've heard this before? Where people, they're on a specific type of diet where they're trying to cause the metabolism to, to rise, to you know, burn more fat, so they won't eat for the first like 12 hours of the day. And they view it from the perspective of, oh, what do you mean now? It's a, I'm, 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 it's brios. I'm taking care of myself. I'm, I'm, I'm strengthening my body. And they don't complain. They're not sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I can't handle this. Oh, okay, another Tisha video. I can't do this. I can't do this. Oh, I need to leave chakras early. I need to leave chakras. I can't handle it. I'm, I'm just out of my kilo. I need my coffee. Why? Because it's the attitude. Because the attitude when a person has it, what do you mean? I'm doing it for my brios. I'm doing it for my gesundheit. I'm doing it to grow. I'm doing it to lose weight for a purpose. There, people have no problem. There's a very famous philosopher. His name was, I'm blanking on his name right now, Viktor Frankl. You guys know who Viktor Frankl was? Baruch Hashem. You know, whatever. He was a Yid, he wasn't from, he unfortunately was a Tinek Shanishbu. He was a student of a big Kaifer, of a big Sheikh. It's named Sigmund Freud. You know what Sigmund Freud is? Okay, a big Sheikh is Sigmund Freud. And he was in the Holocaust. Unfortunately, he was in Auschwitz. I believe he was in Auschwitz. And he was so fascinated by the people's response to trauma, meaning he was like clearly such a psychologist that he wasn't even, he wasn't even living within the, the pain of the Holocaust, he was just observing other people. Now it happens to be he was in pain, but like his, the way that he dealt with the, the trauma was to watch other people deal with the trauma. And he wrote a book called Man's, I mean, Man's Search for Meaning, I could be having correct in the title, but he writes over there basically that when a person can handle pain, it all depends, in order for a person to handle pain, it all depends on their attitude. Do they see a purpose to their pain? And he writes that the religious Jews, the ones who saw a purpose to their pain, 
we're able to much more handle it. It's just you sort of life. Right? We understand it's Pasha. It took him how class to go through. We understand about Hashem from the Bali Moser. That we understand that if somebody sees things through a certain lens of purpose and of meaning, you can handle most, if not all, challenges of life. So when we say that, like, oh, is it, is it right now, is it today the, the mahalach to do it? It depends on your attitude. Is your attitude an attitude of that you're causing yourself pain because you deserve this? Because you're horrible and terrible and you're no good nick and you're a piece of crumbkite and you, all, you, all you deserve is a, is, is a little bit of water at the end of the day? That's inappropriate. That's, I think, where, where the Bali Musa, the Bali Ashkaf, the Bali Torah would say, we don't do it. If it's stemming from a place of, no, I want to be makadesh my guf, then I'll be ma'ala my guf, maybe there's what to talk about. Maybe. Again, you have a person has to know themselves and also not to be delusional. A lot of people are very delusional. They think, oh yeah, takayama kadosh. I'm so holy, I'm so pure. I'm the Baba Sali. You know, I know about the Baba Sali. Baba Sali, one of, I was very close to the Gabbai, the Baba Sali, that he said about the Baba Sali that he hated being called Makobo. He said, I'm not Makobo. I learned Torah. Any, any Kayak that I have comes from the Kayak Torah. The Baba Sali would wake up, I believe, around 3 o'clock in the morning. He only would sleep maybe a couple of hours a night. Maybe 3, 4 in the morning, whatever it was, and learn Mamish Beretzifus with his Chavrusa. They would stop for, for, for Vasikin. They would learn Mamish straight for like 10 hours. Beretzifus without the tiniest Dibor. And he didn't get sushi at the end. Right? Can you imagine such a thing? Skavalkite. The Koyach that the Baba Sali had was the middle of the fact that he was so Makhbaran Torah. So that, if you're, not, if you're the Baba Sali, then you can eat, you know, a kava, you know, right? What, is, what does Gemara say by it? Rabbi Hanina? A kav charuvin, yeah. The Gemara says kav charuvin. Lerev Shabbos, Lerev Shabbos. Good song. Good song. Anyway, the kids are my This is, you have to know how to be normal. I talk about this all the time. How to be normal, not to be delusional, not to think you're holding in a place where you're not holding by. I think right now, doing the Simcha is the best thing we can do. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll, we'll continue right there.